Good morning. It is wonderful to be here. Again, we're blessed with a beautiful day and blessed with being able to see you all this morning. And uh, Had a great Easter services last week and uh, it's a wonderful time to be here. This morning, um, I'm going to talk about, I'm just going to ask the question, what would Jesus preach? Jesus were here today, what would he preach? In our confirmation class that we started two weeks ago, we took last Sunday off, we're going to have session two here in just a few minutes, we're, we're, we're studying the book of Mark. We're looking at Jesus' ministry. And as we do that, uh, most of my sermons for the next few weeks will probably come from Mark. Uh, I enjoy studying and preaching for Mark, he gets right into Jesus' ministry. Um, right into the ministry, and that's what we're going to do this morning, is talk about, again, the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry. I'm going to start by reading from Mark, verses 14 and 15. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, Thank you so much for this word. Lord, thank you for, uh, for sending your son to walk on this earth, Lord, to, uh, to have a ministry here, but to set a, an example, a perfect example of, of the, what a ministry should look like, what a Christian life should look like. I just pray that this morning, as I speak, Lord, your words flow through me. And that everyone here listening online receives your message. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, what would Jesus preach? I remember the bracelets a few years ago. What would Jesus do? WWJD. So uh, I didn't make any bracelets for us. But I want you to think about as I'm carrying this message out, as I'm talking about it and studying uh, Jesus' message, what would he preach today? If he were here behind this pulpit this morning, what would he preach? I can tell you what he preached when he was on earth. And I can tell you what I think he's gonna, he would be preaching right now. You see, Jesus preached the good news of the kingdom of God. That was his message. The gospel. The good news. The kingdom of God, which we're a part of. But what is the kingdom of God? What is the kingdom of God? You see, the kingdom of God is foretold in the book of Daniel. Daniel 2.44 says, In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, nor shall this kingdom be left to another people. It shall crush all the kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever. 
See, a kingdom along with glory and dominion given to the Son of Man. That's what the kingdom is. Daniel 7, 13 and 14 says, To him was given dominion and glory and kingship, and all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is everlasting dominion that shall not pass away. And his kingship is one that shall never be destroyed. The kingdom of God, the good news, that's what Jesus preached. You see, the good news, the kingdom of God involves some interrelated concepts. Kingship, rule, sovereignty. It's of the spiritual nature. You see, the term kingdom, as used by the Jews, often stressed something a little more abstract than what we're used to. It was uh, the idea of rule over dominion, not a geographic area surrounded by physical boundaries. You see, this rule of God is spiritual by nature. Jesus tells us about it in eight, uh, John 18, 36. He, he says, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. And then in Romans 14, 17, Paul writes, For the kingdom of God is not food and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. You see, the visible manifest, the, the physical being of the kingdom of God right now is our church, our churches. The church as a whole, that's the kingdom of God. The church is a community of souls whose hearts God is sovereign over. The church constitutes the kingdom of God on earth. Consider the term church. You see, church and kingdom are used interchangeably in Matthew 16, 18. And then in Matthew 25 and 34, it has a future element as well as a present one. Jesus speaks of the future. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. You see, a future aspect of the kingdom is spoken by Paul also in 1 Corinthians 15, 50. He says, what am I saying, brothers and sisters, is this flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. And then Peter talks about the future aspect of the kingdom. He says, therefore, brothers and sisters, be all the more eager to confirm your call and election, for you do this day will never stumble. For in this way, entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be richly provided to you. So the kingdom is both present and future. It's hard for us to understand, but it's both present and future at the same time. In the present, again, it's found where God is sovereign over our hearts. The hearts of men and women right here today, if God is in control of your heart, if, if you allow God to rule your life, That is the kingdom of God in the present. You see, it's a spiritual kingdom because God rules the hearts of men and women today. You see, we're an outward manifestation of his church. 
In the future tense, the rule of the kingdom will be culminated with the coming of the Lord. It will be experienced by those in the church who are in love with Jesus and allow him to reign in their heart. You see, the kingdom of God involves the good news. That's what it's about. It's about the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Which leads me to a question. Does this good news need to be preached today? Does it need to be proclaimed today? What do you think? Absolutely. You see, that's our job. Our job, and it's the most important job we have, it's the most important part of our ministries, is to proclaim the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see, I'm telling you, if Jesus were here today, that's what he would be telling people. It's about good news. Not about despair, but about hope. About being a part of the kingdom of God. About being in relationship with him. See, Philip preached these things concerning the kingdom in Acts 8.12. But when they believed, Philip, who was proclaiming the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. We're called to proclaim the good news. See, Paul spoke about the challenges in entering the kingdom of God in the future tense. He reasoned and persuaded with people concerning the kingdom. Paul also wrote about the nature of the kingdom. He wrote about those who will and those who will not inherit the kingdom. How flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom. That we're talking about a spiritual Kingdom. So things of the physical nature will not inherit the kingdom. It's our spiritual being that inherits the kingdom. And for that to happen, we have to give our, the dominion of our heart over to Jesus. He has to rule us. He has to rule every decision we make. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus preach? That's the questions that we need to be asking ourselves in our daily life, the way we treat people, the way we handle people, the way we build our relationships with each other, the way we conduct our ministries, the way we are in our job, the way we are with our family. We need to be looking at what Jesus would do. What kind of mercy and love and grace would Jesus show? The book of Hebrews and chapter 12 refers to us receiving a kingdom which can't be shaken. James describes the faithful poor as the heirs of the kingdom. Again, it's hard for us to understand because it's not based on physical means. It's only based on the spiritual. Peter wrote, we might have an abundant entrance into everlasting kingdom. You see, there's a little bit of a difference now. The kingdom of God is here. When John the Baptist was preaching, we were saying it was at hand, or he was saying that it was near. Today, it is here. Jesus is king. Jesus is king. He is the ruler. We have to submit our heart to him.
We have to submit our soul to him. We have to submit our spirit to him. Again, the kingdom of God is here now. Again, this kingdom was foretold by the prophets. During Jesus' early uh, earthly ministry, he started talking about the reign, the good news, the kingdom. But after his ascension, our preaching should be that the kingdom of God is here. It's now. The rule of God is being fully manifested through Jesus Christ right now. That's what Matthew 28, 18 tells us. That the, the kingdom of God is here now. Those who gladly receive the message are added by the Lord himself to the kingdom. When we hear the message and we receive Jesus into our heart and we allow him to rule us, Again, we can't control anybody else. Man, I, man, this took me so long to figure out. And sometimes I still struggle with it. I can't make people do the right thing. I can't control anybody except for one person. And that's me. If you want to see the kingdom of God, look at your heart. Deliver that message to others. If you want to see the kingdom of God and others, show that love, compassion, and grace to everybody you see. That's where the kingdom's manifested. It's through us, his believers. Again, when we gladly receive salvation, it's only available through Jesus Christ. That's when the kingdom will be visible. You see, the good news of the gospel of the kingdom today is it's, it's both now, it's here now, and it's coming. Again, we have good news. We have good news. When you have good news, do you keep it to yourself? No, you go out and tell people, right? I'll never forget when I first met uh, Rhonda. Heck, I went and told everybody. I didn't think she'd be around long. So I want to say, hey, look at it. Who knew? <laughs> but I wanted to go tell people. Our relationship with Christ should be the same way. Not that he's going anywhere, but we should be so excited to go proclaim that good news to everybody we see, everybody we meet, everybody we know, everybody we love. Again, that's what Jesus would be preaching. He'd be preaching the good news that's found in a relationship with him. An eternal relationship. Not of this world. But of the spiritual world. He'd be telling people to repent. And to believe. That's what Jesus would be saying right now. He'd be saying let's go and tell the good news. Of the kingdom of God to everybody we meet. That's what Jesus would be preaching right now. His call for repentance and faith. His call of the good news of everlasting life. That's the message Jesus will be delivering today. Are we the kingdom of God? Again, the only person you can answer that for is yourself. Examine your heart. Examine your decisions. 
Examine how you treat other people. Are you being the kingdom of God? Can people see the love of God reigning in your heart? Again, are we the kingdom of God? It's what we're called to be. Hopefully that's what our goal is, to be more like Christ every day. And if we're like Christ every day, we're delivering that message that he would be preaching if he were here right now. That's the message he's delivering. So let's go and tell the good news of the kingdom of God to everyone we meet. Let's pray. <coughs> Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, uh, for sending your Son. Lord, thank you for establishing that kingdom. Thank you for ruling our hearts. Lord, I just pray that uh, the times we struggle, we look to what Jesus would say, what Jesus would do, what Jesus is doing now. And I, look, I pray that we look for opportunities to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to a world that desperately needs it. In Jesus' name, amen.